Welcome to the Sincerely Speaking Autism Podcast. I am Keishiana Jones and I am your host. And I am so delighted that you decided to tune in tonight. If you are a first-time listener, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, hey there and welcome back. Please don't forget to subscribe and download to my podcast. And as always, share it with your family and your friends. All reviews are greatly appreciated. So tonight's topic is about autism and voting. We are a week away from the 2020 presidential election, and we are also in the midst of a global pandemic. With that being said, I wanted to address the issues that may occur through voting and autism. So this year for me is the first time that my son, who is now 20 years old, will be voting. It was a very nerve-wracking process for me initially, not because the process itself was going to be an issue, but I was driving myself crazy trying to formulate a plan in my mind as to how we were going to attack this task. Because he, again, is 20 years old, and he has a right to vote just like the rest of us. But I had to look at how would it look for him? How would this voting experience be for him during a global pandemic versus how would it have been a year ago when we were not in the pandemic? Now, a year ago, voting would have still been a stressful per se act, but it was manageable. You know, I'd have to deal with the fact of how early would I take him to the polls, explaining to him how we may have to wait in lines, trying to see was there a good time that I could go to avoid the lines if possible. But again, because it is the presidential election, we know that the lines tend to be longer because it's a very important election. So now, fast forward to being in a pandemic, I had to look at how was voting going to look for him now? Again, long lines. Um, understanding that he had to be patient. But now you're going to add the already heightened anxiety of the coronavirus being rampant amongst the land, but also seeing different individuals with face masks and having a social distance in the lines. How is that going to look? Not to mention his processing of the actual process in terms of what was his expectations. If the staff at the polling um, places understood that because he has autism, I need to go in with him. You know, I was kind of worried about whether or not they were going to allow me to go in with him. You know, am I going to have to go ahead of time and explain as to not add more anxiety to the situation? What would happen if whoever I talked to earlier was not there when I returned with him? So all these things, you know, played a part to my anxiety. And I had to kind of realize that, you know what, we've gotten through every other milestone in his life. Nothing has to be perfect. But all I can do is do the best of my ability to plan. So I was very fortunate. I was actually scrolling through Facebook and one of my friends had listed that her and her husband had just recently went to City Hall and submitted their absentee ballot in person. So I contacted her. She explained to me the process. And this seemed like the most viable option for my son. So what I did was I went down to the voter registrar's um, office in my town. I registered him to vote in person. I received his application with his actual voting registration number. And then over that weekend, I walked through the process with him. I explained to him how the ballots worked. We were fortunate that they had sent a um, copy of a sample ballot. So I was able to walk through with him and show him the different names on the ballot, explain to him what the bubbles meant, explain to him how he had to make sure that he um, filled it in completely and, you know, 
um, and accurately for who he decided that he wanted to vote for. I explained to him that um, there was no need for him to conversate with anyone because this was his own private decision. I explained this to him. I explained to him how we have to have our mask on, that it may be a little bit of a wait, and that we had to keep our distance, and that as long as he stayed close to mommy, he would be fine. So we, you know, we did this over the weekend. I didn't want to inundate him with the information or overwhelm him. So I reviewed it on Saturday and then I reviewed it again Monday morning before we went to the actual polling place. Um, that morning, he seemed a little anxious, but not too, because he was excited about the opportunity to participate in the election. But I can tell that some of his uncertainty was still trying to rear his ugly head. So I didn't do too much talking about it. I kind of kept it mellow and laid back. And we get to the polling place. And of course, I couldn't anticipate the fact that they were going to open up late. Now, when I called prior, they said they were going to open up at 9 o'clock. It's 9, 10. The doors are still not open. So I can see that he was getting anxious. And then the people in the lines were also getting frustrated because the people that had also came were either dealing with disabilities or they were elderly and didn't really want to wait a long time and were getting frustrated. So this kind of stuff kind of you know, set him off a little bit, kind of started to get him a little edgy. So what I did was I asked him to stand where, where I could see him. I walked a few feet away. I checked the door, saw the number on the door, and I called inside to the clerk's office to ask, you know, what's the holdup. And they explained to me that they were running a little behind and that they would be out around 930. So that helped me because I was able to explain to him what was going on, bring his anxiety down, and, you know, and just talk him through it because, he also was ready to go to school because we were getting ready to go to his program immediately following the voting process. So we were able to get in on time. They opened the doors up. And I um, typically would always do everything for him, fill out all applications and so forth. But I'm learning in this stage is something that I didn't really grasp when he was younger to allow him to be him, to allow him to be a full participant in the entire process. Because if not, you're going to end up teaching them this learned helplessness. And now at the age of 20, I'm trying to reverse the learned helplessness that I created in the environment of trying to control everything because I was trying to avoid meltdowns. So during this process, I got an absentee ballot, ballot um, application for myself and an absentee ballot application for him. And we together, he filled out his, I filled out mine. I just asked him to, you know, take his time and we did each line together on both of our applications and it really empowered him and made him feel a part of the process. He, he felt good about it. And just a side note, on the bottom of his um, application, it asked who was a person that assisted you if necessary. So I was able to sign and print my name underneath and I explained to him because mommy helped you fill out your application, they just want to know that you have some help. We took off the box that he would not be um, in town during the polling hours, which is true because he has a school program that he goes to during the daytime. But also for him, talking about his disability and listing it as an illness is uncomfortable. And that's something that I didn't want him to have to have to feel at that time because that was going to negate his his experience. So we checked that off and he was fine with that. He accepted that and he was good. We were able to hand in our applications wait for them to do our computer-generated um, envelope and our ballot. And then we went in together, sat at the table. We were able to fill out the, um, the ballot, fold it up, put it in the envelope, seal it, sign it, and put it in the additional envelope, seal it, and hand it to an actual clerk. 
Can I tell you at the end of the process, he was so overjoyed because he was able to be a part of such a big process. And this is something that most people get excited about because it's his right. But a lot of times as parents, we try to protect our kids so much that sometimes we hinder them from some of these experiences. And this is why I wanted just to kind of come in now and talk about the voting process and, you know, just give you the encouragement that when it's your time to take your child to vote, you know, you have been their advocate, you've been their voice, you've helped them be heard. But now that they're getting older, you have to teach them how to advocate for themselves. There's always a way and an accommodation based on their disability to get them what they need. But you can also make it so that it's still a pleasurable experience and not a stressful one. So again, I just want to make sure that you remember that, you know, you don't limit them, that you that you allow them to be fully um, a part of the process. If, if you can, prepare them ahead of time, do a little bit of pre-prep work if you have, you know, you can if you have to. Sometimes it may help to drive by the polling station or city hall, wherever you may be going to vote so they get comfortable with the environment beforehand. And then, Put your plan together together and execute it to the best of your ability. But just understand that it doesn't have to be perfect. There are going to be some, some glitches, but just talk them through it and you'll be fine. And what I did was at the end of it, when we came outside and we were away from the people inside the city hall, we stood outside with, with our um, I voted stickers and we took pictures because I wanted him to be able to capture his experience and be able to see it. And then what I did was I put it on social media. So when he came home from his program, he got to see all the likes and, and all the comments that were um, an encouragement of him in this phenomenal accomplishment. So again, I just wanted to remind you that we have to work to make sure that their voice is heard and that we continue to help them be advocates for themselves. So please remember, November 3rd is right around the corner. Our voice matters. Our votes matter. So please make sure that you go out and rock the boat. You got this. Roll up your sleeves because there's work to do. Be well. Uh-huh.